the only thing worse than a root canal is looking for a job on the internet. Hello everybody, this is Anthony Moore with Career Daily. I am here to put the human back in human resources. Let me be your competitive advantage on the job market. It is dog eat dog out there. Our research companies, new industries, I'll dig around, I'll figure out who some of the hiring leaders are, and I'll post all this information on our exclusive Facebook networking group. You'll also hear amazing interviews from professionals that I'm interviewing all across the country. Some are inspiring. Some are very informative. Some duds. I'll leave the duds out. Stay tuned for today's episode. Good morning, America. I am back. I have really felt like crap. I, I really, I don't struggle with allergies, but these last couple of days have just been brutal. But I feel like I'm back to my old self, my old chipper, enthusiastic self. I opened up the paper today and bam, got hit right in the head with a horrible economic prediction. I'll get to that in a minute because I'm not doom and gloom, but we do have to pay attention to what's happening in the economy. Following on from yesterday's conversation about the global supply chain, I mentioned there were a couple of companies that really stood out to me. And today we're going to do a company spotlight on one of those companies, a totally legit company that you need to start making inroads and trying to get networked over to these people because logistics is not going away. The company I'm talking about is called Transfix, T-R-A-N-S-F-I-X. And Glassdoor looks fantastic for them. Lots of reviews, lots of jobs. People seem very happy. In fact, a couple of months ago, they were listed as one of the best places to work in New York City. They are based out of New York. So that that is definitely a positive sign. Now, Transfix is a privately held company. It looks like there's about 200 to 300 people. They started back in 2013. So this is definitely an entrepreneurial startup technology marketplace for shippers and carriers within the logistics space. Large companies, even small companies, but definitely Fortune 500 companies, they can log into this freight marketplace and connect to shippers on a national network and get tied into these reliable carriers. So they're using technology, they're using data science to connect the right carriers at the right time at the right price for these complex shipping and supply chain needs of these large companies. Transfix has instant pricing tools, guaranteed capacity, data-driven insights, and reliable service. Okay, that's kind of how they tout themselves. Not only was Transfix named one of Forbes' next billion-dollar startups in 2018, they're actually using this technology marketplace to transform the $800 billion trucking industry. I mean, that's massive. You never really think about how big it is. You see these trucks everywhere when you're on the highways. You know this is going on, but it's one of those kind of behind-the-scenes industries. It's not very sexy, but it's $800 billion. So it's very fragmented. So if a company like this can bring it all together, that's a strong play. Now, I'm noticing they've got about 20 jobs open right now, mostly sales. There are some engineering roles, a couple in compensation and HR. That's a very, very narrow field there. 
but I'm mostly seeing sales and HR. What I've done, I've found three key people that I think would be great for you to start trying to get networked to. Because as you know, getting networked to someone is much more powerful than just sending a resume over the internet. I'd rather gouge my eyes out than have to look for a job on the internet. The three people that we're going to uh, highlight today and we're going to put in the Facebook group, Rob LaFollette, he's a VP of sales, Mike Bretain, he's a VP of engineering, and Eric Ma, he's the VP of product. I think he's uh, really focused on, on data and analytics. So three people, three professionals, three VPs, I'll get their LinkedIn profile, their LinkedIn public profiles. I'll post them in our Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group, be sure to do that so you can get access to these people so you can start, again, working on your own network and getting over to these people. Okay, as I mentioned at the top of the show, there is some financial gloom and doom out there. The reason I bring it up is that our country is in so much debt. If you're not aware that we have, let's see, according to Truth in Accounting, uh, a Chicago-based accounting foundation's analysis called Truth in Accounting, you, you really you don't hear how much debt the United States has. I think if you're in New York, they've got that sign, and it says we're like $22 trillion in debt, and that's a huge number as it is, but it's not accurate. You know, it's, when it's kind of that funny money. They don't count the unfunded liabilities. So what happened last year in 2019, they say, quote, the federal government's overall financial condition worsened by $8.16 trillion in 2019. They go on to say, our elected officials have made repeated financial decisions that have left the federal government with a debt burden of $113 trillion including unfunded Social Security and Medicare promises. So they make these promises to pay, and they have no way of funding those, so they're unfunded. So what we have in this report is overall the TIA reports 52, almost $53 trillion in unfunded Medicare benefits and almost $38 trillion in unfunded Social Security benefits. If you're younger and you're thinking, wow, I've got a long way to go until I retire. I don't really need to worry about that. I'm not really even planning on Social Security being there for me. Well, that's probably wise, but you need to be. You need to make sure you're investing now in creating that nest egg for yourself because it's going to be very difficult to rely on the government to give you that. And if you're 40 or you're 50, you're staring down the barrel of an empty chamber. It's hard to know how long this, this charade can keep going. When I say charade, it's hard to imagine that we can continue adding this much debt with no repercussions to the, uh, to the economy. So the question was asked to TIA, you know, how can the government fund so massive an imbalance between assets and obligations? And they weren't very optimistic, quote, to repay debt. The U.S. government would have to run a true surplus. But instead, even before the current crisis, and they're talking about obviously the COVID-19 pandemic, we were expected to run a $1 trillion a year deficit as far as the eye could see. 
Think about that. Every single year, as far as you could see, another trillion dollars in debt. History has shown that every few years is a crisis like World War I, the Great Depression, World War II, the 9-11 terrorist attacks, the 2017 housing crisis. Then you've got earthquakes, floods, hurricanes. So the United States has traditionally relied on bonds to generate funds needed to repay debt. But Weinberg said the government should instead accumulate asset reserves. Instead of planning for these crises by having reserves, we sell bonds and we have, and the debt continues to climb. How long will the U.S. government be able to continue to borrow? It's scary to think about when the lending market says enough. We can't borrow. That is what is facing us. Weinberg went on to point out in 2015 that there were six key factors in the Greek crisis that resulted in a massive anti-government demonstration, dramatic cuts in government-funded benefits, and loss of critical public services. I don't know if you remember, but Greece was in a bad, bad place. And I don't know that they've obviously recovered yet. The most significant of the six factors was a long period of what Bergman described as accounting chicanery, with debts and deficits being systematically underreported by officials. Well, we certainly have been underreporting. Because again, as I said, if you go up to New York and look at that debt clock, it looks like it's only $22 trillion. But this report is showing that we're about $114 trillion. They go on to say the main factors leading to the crisis are linked to the, to the manipulation of accounting reports used in the governance of Greece's participation in the Eurozone. Accounting chicanery helped grease the wheels for Greece's unsustainable growth in the 2000s, and the unmasking of that charade led to the outsized exposure of Greece to the Great Recession of the late 2000s internationally. And to finish this off, quote, I think we check all those boxes. It's hard to imagine how we can unravel that much debt, and I'm not really here to give you the financial advice of how to do it, but when it comes to your career, you need to find that stability and you need to start saving if you're not saving. I've always been a big believer in having diversity. Yes, be in the stock market. Yes, you should own some precious metals. And yes, if you can get into some other type of assets that produce income, do that. If you've never read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's a great book. He's a big believer in getting involved in real estate. That's a whole other discussion. For sure, you cannot just sit back and think you're going to get a Social Security check. Knowing what's on the horizon, it's very hard to imagine that. So take control of your career. Take control of your financial career. Don't rely on the government to do that. I think that's a recipe for disaster. Let's start uh, networking to some of these great companies and getting in with uh, a great financially secure company and take advantage of those 401k programs. If you can get in a 401k program, max it out every year. If you've got additional money to contribute to a Roth IRA, do that. Put as much money away as you possibly can for the impending question marks. So anyway, didn't want to end on a negative note, but I think it's important for us to stay wide awake with what's going on. If you haven't already done so, head over to Facebook, join that group, head over to LinkedIn, follow me. I'll continue to provide you daily updates. And until we talk again tomorrow, onwards and upwards.